everyone. It's Lynn McKinley from the Willow Creek Ward. Willow Creek Speaks is a podcast where we learn more about the lives of our fellow ward members. As we know and understand each other better, we can better love and serve one another. Thank you for listening. Hi, this is Lynn McKinley, and welcome to an episode of Willow Creek Speaks. Hey, I am here with our new sister missionary, Sister Boris and Sister Hatch. Sister, sisters, welcome to my home. I'm so glad that you came. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're really happy to be here. So excited. We are here on a summer evening where it's been kind of warm and muggy this week with a little bit of yeah. rain, and it's been wonderful. A little cooler. Mm-hmm. I love it when it when it rains. So, hey, I want to start out a little bit about just introduce yourselves to the ward members. Um, Sister Boris, why don't you go first? Yeah, so I'm Sister Boris, and I'm from Frisco, Texas, and I've been out on my mission for a little over two months, and I'm so excited to be here. Are you having a good experience so far? Yes, the mission has been amazing, and the members in Greener Village and Willow Creek are the best. I've loved getting to meet every single one of you and being able to talk and getting to know your story and why you love Colorado. Oh, my gosh. So is this your first area? Um, this is my second area. Your second area. Where yes. were you first? I was in Greenwood Village. Oh, so Greenwood not Village. far. Because you're doing both wards now, now, right? So technically the same area, but we got Willow Creek as well. Yeah. So, so. It's super exciting. Yeah. Okay, Sister Hatch, tell us a little bit. You're so brand new. Yeah. So I'm Sister Hatch. I'm from Snowflake, Arizona. Um, and yeah, I flew in on Friday. So that was a week ago tomorrow. And so this is my first area. I'm brand new in the mission, but I'm really loving it. I love getting to know all the members. I love meeting all sorts of people in the area. It's really great. I can tell both of you are pretty outgoing and comfortable talking to new people, yeah. which is like mm-hmm. mandatory if you're going to be on a mission. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you don't have it already, you'll learn it, right? Yes, on a mission. Sure. Hey, Sister Hatch, tell us a little bit about why you decided to serve a full-time mission. Okay. So I really wasn't sure for like a really long time whether I wanted to serve or not. Um, I was really back and forth on it, but when I was a senior in high school around that time, I started to think about like, okay, what do I want to do with the next couple of years of my life? But, um, what really made the change for me was thinking like, as I thought more about the gospel and the change that it's made in my life, I was like, I want to share that with others. And so then that's what kind of got me interested in wanting to serve a mission. But then, um, <clears throat> during the October 22 conference, there's no like particular talk, but I just remember that a lot of the you know prophets and apostles and everyone that was speaking were really emphasizing the importance of missionary work and sharing the gospel with others. And I could just feel the spirit testifying to me like, you need to do that. Like you need to go share what you know with people because they need that. They need what you have. And so then that's why I just dis- that's when I decided to serve and I put it or I started my papers the next week. Seriously, yeah. There was a, there were a lot of speakers or a lot of topics of full time missions. Did you have a year of schooling between high school or working? Um, kind of. So when I was in high school, I did a lot of college classes, and so I was already kind of ahead. And so then, once I finished high school, I spent a year doing community college, and I ended up getting my associate's degree. And I oh, also, sweet. yeah, I also worked at that same community college until, up until I left. Oh, good. So. Sister Boris, what brings you out on a mission? 
Yeah, so I never really thought of serving a mission. Whenever I thought of missionaries, I was like, oh, those are elders. That's what we always picture, an elder walking down the street with his companion. And so I never really thought of serving a mission because, I don't know, I didn't see a lot of sister missionaries in my life. And all my friends weren't members of the church, really. So I was like, oh, I can't leave them behind. And obviously I have the gospel still, so that's good. But it wasn't until I went up to college my first semester and I had a religion professor and he was talking to us about the gospel every day. And every time I walked to his class, he made the gospel seem like the best thing to ever exist on the earth. And I never pictured it like that way before. I was like, oh, it's always something we do on Sundays or Wednesdays for activities. And he just made me so excited to learn and um, to grow my faith in Jesus Christ. And it wasn't, it was one lesson in particular when he talked about the second coming and the gathering of Israel. And he shared a story on his mission and he talked about how he was able to help this family come into Christ and how he promised this blessing that was this huge blessing that obviously had to come from Christ because he wouldn't have known that for himself. And seeing that change that member's family and him talk about it and the light it brought to the whole class as we heard the story switched my mindset about missions and made me feel like I need to go out on a mission and help other people come to Christ and to learn of the love that he has for all of his children and the miracles that come with being a part of the gospel. So the night after I um, heard that uh, lesson from my teacher, I texted my bishop and I was like, I want to open my mission portal right now. I really need to go on a mission. And so that's why I came out. Wow, that's really fascinating. Did you guys come from families where you had siblings serve full-time missions? I'm actually the oldest in my okay. family. Um, so I'm the first of my siblings to go on a mission. And how many siblings do you have? Four. Well, you're setting a great example. Yeah. And how about you? So uh, one of my older brothers went on a mission and it was so cool to see him go out and serve. And now me and I'm a triplet. So me and all my, the other what? two that are, yeah. You're a triplet? <laughs> uh-huh. Oh my yes. gosh. Yes. It's so cool. And we're all out serving our missions at the same time. All right three now. of you yes. are on full-time missions. Yes. Do you have brothers or sisters? Um, or one both? of them is a boy and one of them is a girl. So me and my sister are identical and my brother's fraternal. Oh, that is the coolest thing ever. Uh-huh. So it's awesome to all be out on missions at the same time. Wow. That's really special. Um, Okay, you guys haven't been out very long, but can I ask you, is there anything that you thought, oh, this is harder than I thought it would be, or this particular area, like getting up every morning or scripture study or companions all the time. Is there anything that's harder than you anticipated or things that are easier than you anticipated? Um, Some things that I think are easier than I anticipated. I always thought it was going to be harder to like walk up and talk to people and to be able to just say, Hey, would you like to come to church with us on Sunday? Yeah. But as I've done part contacting and like Facebook finding and being able to connect with people just walking down the street, it's, I find it so easier to just like walk up to them and be bold and to be able to say, Hey, would you like to hear a message about Jesus Christ? Or would you like to come to church with us on Sunday? And it's cool to see, even though they might not all say yes, but it's cool to see that those few people say yes and want to come to Christ. And even if they say no, it's great to be able to meet the members in the area and to meet the people in the area and just get to know a lot about Denver. You got a great smile, both of you. And I could just see whoever you come in contact with, you're going to lighten and brighten their day. Thank That's you. awesome. Anything, anything harder? Um, maybe a little hard is just like, uh, trying to like balance how we want to 
how much in-person finding compared to online finding we want to do. Because our mission does a lot of online Facebook finding and stuff. And it's hard to know whether we need to stop and take a step back and maybe find people in person, whether it be through park contacting or knocking doors or whatever it may be. And it's hard to just balance out. And I thought it would be easier maybe just because I was like, oh, Facebook, we do that in the times when we're free. But uh, seeing how many people come to the gospel through social media is huge. And it makes you want to put that more time in for it so that we're able to answer people's questions online as well as in person. So making the time to choose whether we're going to do it in person, face-to-face contacting, or if we're going to do social media. So I thought that was a little harder. I understand social media is a huge success right now. Yeah. And so that's time well spent. Yeah. Yeah. Good. How about you? I mean, it's been a week, but what's easy? What's hard? What is... Uh, With me, like, as far as my expectations, um, it's kind of hard to explain, but like, I'd say my expectations are about what I expected. Like, I knew it was going to be really difficult, and I knew the things that I was going to be successful in, and I knew the things I was going to struggle in. But coming out into the field, it's like actually applying that. And so now I'm actually feeling it. And so the things that I anticipated would be hard for me have been hard, and the things that I anticipated I'd be good at, I have been good at. Um, which I like. I know that's not usually how it goes, but it's just. I don't, I don't know where, where exactly I'm going with that. But that's been my experience with it. So, so far, yeah. it's kind of playing out like you you thought. Yes, but it's like, you know, playing out like I thought, but like I'm just understanding it more. There's not, there's There hasn't been anything majorly unexpected for me yet, but I'm also only six days in. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to see how that goes. But. Good. Hey, you guys, do you have a favorite gospel principle that's jumping out? at you from the scriptures or things that you're applying and you know every single lesson or every single engagement that you have with someone one of my favorite principles that i like to always try to hound or not hound on people (laughs) but like that i really try to emphasize is how much god loves each and every one of us because you know that's something that you know you hear you hear growing up you're like oh god loves you god loves you but like once you actually understand that the supreme being loves you as an individual person. Like he loves you for who you are individually, like as if there were no, nobody else in the world. Like that's, that supersedes everything. And so I feel like that principle is so important for people to understand in order for them to come to the gospel. You've got your scriptures open. Is there a scripture verse that really I was just going to look through that? some of my favorites, um, some of my favorite scriptures. It's the, the one I opened isn't quite related but it's about faith. Um, but I think I'll share that in a little bit. Okay. So very good. How about you? Yeah. So something that really sticks out to me whenever I'm doing my personal study is the importance of staying steadfast in the scriptures and the importance of reading them every day. And a scripture in particular is 2 Nephi 31 20. And it says, wherefore you must press forward with the steadfastness in Christ, having a perfect brightness of hope and a love of God and of all men. Wherefore, if you shall press forward, feasting upon the word of Christ, and endure to the end, behold, thus saith the Father, ye shall have eternal life. And I really love this scripture because whenever I read it, it makes me recognize how much the scriptures play an impact in my life. And it lets me know that as I study them and as I look through them, that I will not be tempted by the adversary as often. Because in the world that we live in today, it's so easy because the adversary is never sleeping. He's always moving and he's always trying to get us to turn away from our beliefs and our knowledge of God. And by staying steadfast in the scriptures, we're not as tempted as we would be if we didn't have them to fall off the path and to fall away from Christ. And I think it's so important to read the scriptures and to study in them 
because we're being able to grow our faith and our testimony in Jesus Christ and be able to stay on that straight and narrow path back to him. And I just absolutely love that. Yeah, I'm a big scripture fan. Not everybody is, <laughs> um, but I hear you. And, and that speaks well to me as, as well. So uh, do you like teaching the gospel and uh, just being with people and seeing them learn those principles? I'm sure. I'm oh, sure yeah. you do. Yeah. How's that weekly phone call going home? Is that <clears throat> something you really look forward to? I love it. I love being, like, I'm a person that really values my connections with people, and mm-hmm. that includes my family, my friends, like, whoever. And so I love being able to make those phone calls home and just tell them about my experiences. Good. Okay. What else? What else is going on with your mission right now that you'd like to share with our ward members? Um, well, in the past month, during July, we had a total of 34 baptisms in the this mission. month in the mission. No way. And six of them were through Facebook. So that's just such a cool thing because you don't hear often that people like find people through social media and convert them to the gospel. And it's just so cool to see that we're playing a part of people's lives that we didn't even know we could find. And that's through the use of technology, which we've been given through Heavenly Father. And it's so cool that we've hit 34 baptisms this month and have been able to hear all the miracles of people coming to Christ and being able to turn their hearts to Him and to be able to grow that strength and that testimony in their Savior. Wow, that's a really successful month. Wow. I'm pretty sure they said it was record-breaking. It was. Huh, I wonder mm-hmm. what the deal was. I, I love it that yeah. people are getting you know hungry for truth or asking questions, right? You have to yeah. have that. Um, let me ask, for those of us who are feeding you in the ward, um, what's your favorite food? Oh, Sister Hatch loves seafood. I really love seafood. Out of Snowflake, Arizona. To, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't get to eat it a whole lot because I'm the only one in my family that likes it. So if Do you, you like, like fish? Do you like crab, shrimp? I love fish. I love crab. I love shrimp. I love any seafood. Seafood. Okay. Any seafood. Excellent. Good to know. How about you? Hmm. I like a lot of food. Um, probably Mexican or American food. Anything basic. I don't know. You're I like from it. Texas. I yep. bet you have some good Mexican food down there. Oh yeah, so yeah. good. Mexican. Now Mexican. you're both of you from really hot places. Yes. Right. So this is really nothing. This is about the same as where I'm at right now because where I'm at in Arizona is actually up in the mountains. Oh, it's is actually it? higher than here. It's almost six thousand feet. Oh, okay. Um. So the weather's the weather's about the same. Good right now, at least. Good. So well, listen. Before we wrap it up, what else? What other things you'd like to share about yourself? Why you're here? What you look forward to? Favorite principle? Yeah, I look forward to getting to know more people in the area. I love being able to see the way that the gospel changes people's lives and to be able to see how we may be from different backgrounds and different like culture and everything, but we can all become one in Christ and we can all become one in our faith and learning about the fullness of the gospel. And it's awesome. And I can't wait to hear other people's stories and to be able to learn from them. Awesome. Good. And just building off that, like being able to actually see like how the gospel can change somebody's life is life changing for me because even so far, like we've, we had a phone call with this gentleman the other day who, um, who's not part of the church. Like, you know, we taught him about the restoration and, um, it was just so neat just being able to teach him that and feel the, like you could feel it, him coming to peace. 
Like, you could feel him feeling the peace. Th- that didn't really make sense. But, <laughs> like, you could feel the peace that came over that conversation. Because yeah. he's been so desperately needing that peace in his life. And I just think that was so cool for me to see. Because I come from an area where it's either you're a member and your family's been in the church forever. Or you're not a member. Like, there's not a lot of people from where I live that are, like, you know, looking for something. Like, even if they... You, you get what I'm saying? Like, it's not a lot of people investigating the church in my area. You're either in the church or you're not. Yeah. And yeah. so just being able to see somebody go through that change step by step, you know, even if I've only seen the first steps of it, like, it's so cool. And I'm so excited to get to see him in particular and just other people come unto Christ. Like, being a, like, being a missionary and having the privilege to see the whole prop, like, somebody's whole process of yeah. coming unto Christ, like, that's a blessing that yeah. you can never pay for. Oh, my that's gosh. incredible. Good. Well, good. You've got uh, many more weeks to observe yes. that. And we're happy. We're so happy to have you in the ward. And I was supposed to feed you tonight, and you had a meeting that conflicted, so we'll try to find another time. But you guys, listen, ward members, these girls are full of light. They're just lighting up my room. And you want to have them in your home and to have them share a message. So thank you so much for coming by tonight. Really appreciate your efforts and your willingness to be out here full time. And uh, we love you. Love you too. All right. Thank you.